Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Kyle Crichton's vacation in Puerto Rico. That's right. Kyle Crichton has once again bought ad space on Titus and Tate. An ambassador for yes. FanDuel this time. And, and uh, Kyle as came simple through. As that. Yeah, Kyle Thank is you, Kyle. rolling in the dough. I think they took, I think the, the ringer, the entire budget for One Shining Podcast, now that we're <laughs> gone, they took the money and just gave it to Kyle. And uh, now he has. It's a free for all. So now he has $30. <laughs> I saw he was uh, kicking field goals drunkenly. Yeah. Uh, we also have to talk about this man on the on the airplane ride down to Puerto Rico. Over to we're, we're in LA. What's, what's the geography? Over and down, slightly mm-hmm. down, but mostly mm-hmm. over to Puerto Rico. Um, he takes a picture about geography. How, how he's in the uh, exit row, mm-hmm. and he takes a, a an ocul- what he believes to be an innocuous picture of his knees not hitting the seat in front of him, and he has his shoes off. And uh, the comments, the, the the people tried to cancel Kyle over that. Your take, a, your take on shoes off on airplanes. <laughs> There's a man by the name of Jim Cunningham who lives for such slights in society, for such mm. slip-ups, for him to jump in and give his moment That's of disgusting. troll. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. Kyle. Put your dirty feet back in your dirty shoes, you dirty boy. Jim Coach That's K. All, Cunningham. <laughs> all he wanted. All he wanted. So he was the one that showed me that picture. I Look, I do not judge Kyle. I love Kyle. But yeah, keep your shoes on on a plane, no matter yep. where you are. But you know, first class. But at the same time, we don't want to bathroom. Keep your shoes on. We do not want to speak ill of our sponsors. So uh, yeah, Kyle, so Kyle, do what you want. Kyle, if you miss Kyle like we do, uh, he's he's currently in Puerto Rico doing God knows what for FanDuel and the Ringer and um, who the hell knows. It's feel, it feels like a Michael Phelps along. moment waiting to happen. And I'm not talking about the eight gold medals. So <laughs> we'll see. Keep your head on a swivel, Kyle. Uh, Today on the program, we are talking about uh, every every top team is going down, Tate. Yes. If you're ranked number one, you lose. That's how it works. Louisville lost to Texas Tech in a game that uh, they they did not play well at all at any point in time. It was They, they were completely outclassed from start to finish in Madison Square Garden. Uh, Michigan loses at Illinois. All the top five teams are going down. We, have, we now have six instances of top five teams losing to unranked teams already, and it's not even Christmas. The madness is Which makes me ask, what are the net rankings? And <laughs> yeah. can someone explain it to me? Like, we, who who is for ranked God's where? Sakes, can we get those net rankings now? Please, and I, I want to know. State's number one, baby. Let's I want to know again. what the rankings are. I don't believe any of the rankings Never until forget. the net rankings or the AP top forty. Never That's forget all I know. the first ever net rankings. The Buckeyes were number one last year. Exactly. Just, it's just so much like St. Louis and the AP poll. Was were the net rankings ahead of the curve? Were the net rankings predicting? This Ohio State boom. This yes, year. they're one year in advance. Yes, yeah, they see the future. Ahead. I see it. Um, Congratulations. We're going to talk about all these upsets uh, that are going on and just the state of college basketball as a whole. That's kind of what we do around here. Yes. Um, we're also, I'm debuting a new segment, which is going to be an absolute disaster and might be the last time we do it. But uh, I had an idea. Uh, it's called Fan Service Friday, <laughs> where we basically ask the people, what do you want us to talk about? Um, and this was a mistake. So we're going to get to that, though, because I'm a man of my word. So we, we will talk about that. We will touch on. Uh, Robbie Hummel doing things that blow both of our minds. Um, yes. And, and some other stuff. But first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right. It is Friday the 13th. You, you superstitious, by the way? Yes. You into that shit? Yes. Very much so. Into witches, into spells, and all these types of things. Into the supernatural, pretty much, across the board. Yeah. Same. Uh, Friday the 13th, it is uh, almost noon If you see a black cat, definitely exit out today. Yeah. Don't yeah. walk under a ladder. Yeah. Bad luck. Knock on the table three times. Bad luck, those Friday the Call 13th. Call your mom and tell your lover. Um, Let's start with uh, the game, the, the result of 
the week, which was Louisville getting blown out uh, mm. with Bill Murray in attendance. He had the, uh, what do you call the facial hair? Did you see what he had going on there? Where he had the, the chin was shaved. It's like mutton chops, but I thought mm. chops don't connect to the mustache. Like his was connected to the mustache. He had like a full beard except for the chin. And uh, he had that going on with his white Cubs hat. Um, he's I, very he's very much like a European golfer these days with his look. You know what I mean? He looks like he plays on the European tour. And I know he's like all into the William Murray golf brand. Yeah. So I can totally see him just like looking at old Jesper Parnovic pictures and just thinking, this is this is the look right here. I love that he sits with the family. For some reason, that's so funny to me that he he, he gets tickets from his son and he mm-hmm. sits in like the Louisville family section. Um, As if those are the tickets that he had to get. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he was exactly. like, please, like let, Luke, Square Garden. Luke, can I please get some tickets? Like he couldn't call Madison Square Garden to get courtside seats and be Bill Murray. And and is he there by himself? That's the other question. Yes. 100%. I wonder if he just goes by himself, sits there by himself in the family section. Yeah, it's it's he he sits in the same seat Peyton Siva's dad used to occupy. <laughs> it's a shame Peyton Siva is not on the Louisville team as Luke Murray's on staff. <laughs> I think Peyton I think Louisville dad. fans would have said <laughs> yeah. that during the Texas Tech game as yeah, well. Oh, like, it is a real shame yeah, that no Peyton Siva is not um, here. Yes, that would that would have been a great buddy cop situation to have Peyton Siva's dad and Bill Murray uh, in the high fiving each yeah, other, yeah, yeah, chest bumping. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as you said, Louisville was dog shit against Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, your thoughts. I, 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 I guess my opening statement would be Louisville was horrible in the sense that they didn't even seem like they wanted to be there. There was no energy whatsoever. Texas Tech was the better team from start to finish. Uh, and my one my one big takeaway that uh, I'm not ready to, to present this take yet, this opinion, but it's in the oven. It's baking. I need some more time. We're going to see how it I – need, I need to see Louisville play in the Kentucky game first. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting some vibes. Which I figured out is in December, like 28th, right? The 29th, yeah, I think. Yeah, 28th, 29th, 29th, something 28th, like that. maybe. Yeah, yeah. who knows? Um, so, someone they know, there. in yeah. Kentucky. Someone <laughs> just, knows. Just turn your TV on that whole weekend at some <laughs> yeah, point. You'll figure it the out. The game will come on. Yeah, it's a holiday uh, week. You got time. Nora, Nora, I'm getting vibes that he is playing for his draft stock tape. Mm. He's not trying to win games. He's trying to get drafted high. I'm putting that take in the oven. I'm going to let it bake. We're going to see moving forward. But I got a little taste of that against Texas Tech. That is that was my takeaway. That was what you incubated. Yeah, I'm after watching. I'm like, yes, I'm not going to jump to conclusions after this one game. But there's a lot of a lot of trending that direction of him taking just the dumbest shots on earth, um, having no energy whatsoever. Louisville was just completely. It's it's very strange as, as a guy that's used to watching Louisville. Uh, you know, like we watched them last year with Chris Mack. Like they they had a pretty good team last year. They weren't this good. But like when you're used to seeing highly ranked Louisville teams. We're used to Patino, mm-hmm. and the one thing that Patino teams have, the okay, if there's, <laughs> they got a lot. They have a lot of things. Yeah, what um, do they have? One of the many things that mm-hmm. Patino teams have um, is they play hard. They crash mm-hmm. the, the boards. They the, are the, hard. The press, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and it was it was kind of jarring to see a Louisville team ranked number one in the country playing in prime time and the bright lights of Madison Square Garden just kind of go through the motions. Well, Chris Beard said after the game, this felt like a February-March type basketball Ooh, game, love, the love way that. it was played. So in his mind, Texas Tech and Davide, said, everyone came out and said, this is February, this is March, this is what we do. He said it was really hot, or it was really cold outside, but I really felt like the action was heating up in Madison Square Garden tonight. <laughs> I like to think that he had the, and, and it was the Jimmy V classic, obviously, was, and we yeah. should always say, you know, Jimmy V, that's still one of the greatest speeches ever. It was all over TV. Of course, Dickie V, mm-hmm. our boy, is completely all the way in for the Jimmy V week. He's, he's p- pimping everything out, but you remember that speech, which is, you know, Jimmy V is like basically 
give me the floor, you know. And those, Rutgers yeah, basketball. Yeah. God, family, and Rutgers basketball. <laughs> yeah, so I imagine that after this game, Chris Beard is in the locker room going, God, God family, family, and Red Raiders yeah. basketball. You know what I mean? These guys are going And the crazy. Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you just look at the other locker room, and it's kind of like Chris Mack looking there. I mean, he got a technical at the end of the game, got yeah. teed up. He was mm-hmm. obviously frustrated. And it just felt like the entire game was just a Chris Beard appreciation coronation game. yeah no no you, no, you no, say it was no. appreciated everyone's yeah, like yeah. chris beard is a great coach yeah what a big win for this program first time beating a number one seed yada yada, yada. they don't have the leading score yeah uh, jamias Sit, ramsey sitting yeah, on the out. bench yeah. like everyone's half it, it was a great moment and it also said to me this louisville team as we thought may be overrated yeah just because they're the best team in the acc does not mean that they are a top five team which is very Ooh. odd to say Ooh. For the first time in a long right. time. Right, yeah. The, the, the ACC, speaking of which, They're I, I, the had, ACC I had this thought because they were talking the, during the broadcast, they were talking about how Texas Tech last year played uh, in Madison Square Garden and gave Duke a good game. Mm-hmm. And even though they lost, uh, Texas Tech got a standing ovation. It was the... It was like the Buddy Hill at Allen Fieldhouse situation where it's like you lost, but we respect how hard you played. So here's a standing O for you. Um, they were talking. They, they were recounting that right, and they were mm-hmm. saying like how Texas Tech is going to get another standing ovation, whatever, whatever. Um, and that made me think. My God, can you imagine if last year's Duke team was in college basketball? Right, like Duke would absolutely wreck the ACC this year. Like they came along at the wrong time. That's that's the big what if. For they me. are they the opposite the of the net rankings. rankings. They were yeah. one year behind. Yeah, they yeah, would yeah, absolutely yeah. like the ACC is not good this one year. year off. Not good at all. But. No, of course not. I think Duke right now, you would say, is probably the hottest team in the ACC, yeah. which is, you know, you and I both know that Duke is not very good. Duke is good. not good. No. So that, no. you know, the hottest, you can frame it whatever way you want. The only thing I will say that I learned from this Louisville game is that Texas Tech, this is de facto DePaul is now potentially the number one team in the country. They are 3-0 and on the road. Interesting, okay. They obviously did what they did against Texas Tech, played a great game. They've showed some signs of being a tough, you know, gritty team, and they are Chicago's team, so let's just put them up to number one because the Rankings don't they count. they just lose to? It doesn't matter. <laughs> just forget about it. Just don't think about it. Just, just think about this. Um, think about them driving down the lane against Texas Tech. So here, where, where do we stand on Texas Tech now? That's another question. Because Texas Tech came into the season. I think they were ranked like 12th to start the season, somewhere yes. in there. They mm-hmm. were mid-tier, like 10 to 15 range. I forget exactly what it was. I don't think they ever touched the top 10, maybe. Um, they had they had high expectations, even though they lost a ton from last year. They they As I said, they have good recruited class. Ramsey is is a stud, was leading the Big 12 in scoring mm-hmm. when he went out. Uh, Terrence Shannon is is hopefully not a one-and-done guy because I feel like he could, what I've seen from him so far, um, he could definitely use another year, but at the same time, like he's he's really, really good right now. Uh, you had those guys. You have the grad transfers, Chris Clark, uh, TJ Holyfield. You have... You have all these guys that have added, and and so there's some sort of expectation because, as you say, you're bearing the lead. They have a man by the name of Avery Benson. Avery Benson, who I know, is basically just a mountaineer that has somehow become a Red Raider, and he is just blowing it up. He really does look like uh, he had ten points in yeah. that game, right? <laughs> he really does look like he should be playing for West Virginia. Um, but yes. coming into the season, there's expectations around Texas Tech because, as you said, Chris Beard, uh, the, the the secret's out on this guy that he's he's a hell of a coach. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, high expectations, and then Texas Tech loses three in a row. They lose to Iowa, they lose to uh, uh, Creighton in Vegas, and then they lose at DePaul in overtime. Mm-hmm. And then they beat the number one team in the country. So, it, from what we've seen from Texas Tech so far, where have we landed? Are they? We've are, landed are they the that when that the eyeballs are on in yeah. MSG and the Jimmy V Classic, everyone in America thinks that they are a good team now. Mm-hmm. 
And that is what really matters in college basketball. That's why the Champions Classic matters. Because people will watch. Yeah. That's why the Maui Invitational matters. That's why Bahamas and Atlantis. That's why it matters. Because people are watching, so then they judge from there. Yeah. So there are some people in the world that still think North Carolina is a serviceable team because they watch them beat Oregon. Right. So there are some people that think Michigan is still probably a top five team because they watch them win in Atlanta. They, they beat North Carolina. And yes. Then beat Kentucky, there, are, yeah. there were people like us that watched Dayton and Maui and say, Dayton's Dayton, a top yeah, 10 yeah, team. Dayton. You know, it's a guarantee. I, I will not watch another Dayton game probably the rest of the year because there's not on TV, really. Um, exactly. So this is they, for they their lose, resume. They, they could lose great. like four in a row and I wouldn't even notice. And exactly. I'd be like, the I same with Texas Dayton, Tech. They yeah. lost three in a row. No one really noticed unless you're a DePaul fan or you're trying to find something yeah. Creighton right now. And then they win this game. Everyone's back on the Chris Beard bandwagon. Everyone's saying Beard me and i didn't even know that was a thing people say beard me but apparently it is that's uh, okay congratulations <laughs> tech you've made a pun love it um but then from there like their team kind of is cohesive on defense and chris clark is a good fit for them he is jay crowder awesome. of college basketball he's yeah jay crowder uh i Fareed. i i'm calling my shot that he's gonna get the draymond treatment that that as the season progresses if texas tech is good they're gonna be like you know chris clark doesn't shoot the ball well mm -hmm. not a big score mm -hmm. but he's like a draymond green for this team, that's what I'm. I'm, I'm going to say someone different. He's happen. like Patrick Patterson, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess he plays the three, so not really. But I just like I haven't heard Patrick Patterson compared to anyone in a long time, mm. so I'll say PP. Um, he does a little bit of everything else, but no. In, in all seriousness, Chris Clark is is a very interesting guy. Like he he does a little bit of everything. Um, they they were they were making a big point of it uh, during the broadcast about how he needs to score more because he's not a bad scorer. He just like doesn't choose to. He rebounds. He has a lot of assists, but he's like a shooting guard that doesn't really shoot, which is an interesting mm. situation to find yourself in. Um, yeah, but I, I like Chris Clark a lot. I like that's Texas always Tech. a lot I like, like Jay Crowder to me because he could get hot and start hitting shots. Yeah. And you're like, man, this guy can really yeah, yeah. shoot, or he could just back of the iron, back of the iron. And you're like, all right, Chris Clark, maybe drive, post up, do something different. Um, how about the state of the Big Twelve now? So we have Kansas, who is probably going to be number one, or is Ohio State going to be number one now? I don't know. Let's be honest. Everyone knows that America wants Ohio State to be number one. Yes. We want to give the what they deserve, technically, maybe, possibly, potentially, with college football to be number one. We're going to give it to them in basketball. The basketball, yeah. yeah this Shut is the whole like, up, Buckeyes yeah, yeah, it's, like it's a backdoor yeah, number yeah. one, you know? The AP yeah. poll will give it to them. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they have no control over what the committee and Condoleezza want to decide. Yeah. So they're going to give you the number one. Kansas doesn't want to be number one. Because Bill Self at number one, he's too hot on the block. You know what I mean? Number two yeah. is perfect. I think it's good. I think Kansas is – I and I'm not just saying this because uh, I'm trying to be like uh, – I'm not doing the Kirk Herbstreit thing where like Herbstreit gets accused of not being a Buckeye because he tries to swing the other – like he, he puts down Ohio State so as to not make people think he's biased towards it's Ohio State. The Billis. Yeah, yes. yeah, the Billis does that a little bit sometimes. With a, a little bit. All yeah, the time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he loves Billis does love Carolina more than oh, Duke he should. well, yeah. fake, yes, yeah. yes. Um, very that's not what I'm doing here. I'm doing this based off of just like my genuine, authentic thought. Uh, I think Kansas is better than Ohio State, just in the sense of I've seen both these teams live. I've seen them multiple times on TV. Uh, Kansas is just bigger, longer, like more athletic. Um, I think Ohio State should still be one though. We're undefeated. We're beating the shit out of everybody. But uh, if the tournament started tomorrow and and you asked me who was my pick to win the whole thing i would say kansas so i don't know i wouldn't really care that much if kansas was number one but uh kansas is one and, and the big 12 say we'll say uh baylor is i haven't watched a ton of baylor baylor is my blind <laughs> spot right now because um every because time of scott drew because of Just scott drew. well they played they played arizona i was at the butler game against florida so i didn't watch them mm -hmm. last saturday and then this game against the uh, uh they just beat butler mm -hmm. by one 
Um, I was watching Indiana and UConn, and that was a huge mistake, and I regret it immensely. I was watching Indiana and UConn as well, and I was like, man, what is going on today with these two teams? What a horrible, horrible game that was. And what a bad attitude from Dan Hurley. Mm. Like, I mean, the whole time. And I also love the – I love that when we get these types of games, it's like the second brother. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like Archie and Dan. Everyone's like, hey, don't forget Bob Hurley, brother Dan Hurley, and don't you forget Sweaty Sean Miller. If these were their brothers, this would be a rivalry game. But they're not, so enjoy not, this bullshit instead. Yeah, they're not quite their brothers. They're playing. They get to coach at big programs. That's cool. My dad has this full-blown... Um, Bobby Hurley at Indiana would actually be amazing, I think, especially given the whole like, background blue with chips. blue chips yeah, and yeah. him wearing number 11 at Indiana, yeah. and he gets yeah, to yeah. coach. He yeah. knows Bob Knight. They show that clip like a thousand times before every game. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, my dad's in full, full-blown... full Your dad gets this way, too, I think, uh, full, yes. with Carolina. Full-blown... Um, uh, like even when Indiana wins, he's like yeah, pessimism across yeah. the board. There is he's no like, upside. This yeah, team is yeah, terrible. This yeah, team yeah. does not have any hope. Yeah, they will my, never my be a competitive is, team. Like when they started, Indiana started eight and zero or whatever. My dad was like very quick to be like, they haven't mm-hmm. played away from home yet. I still don't trust Jackson Davis is as good as what he's been. Mm-hmm. Like he's just on on and on and on. And even so, they beat UConn. And I was like, big win for the Hoosiers. You know, against UConn and Madison Square Garden. He's like, ugly game. We got to clean it up. Um, it's funny how that works. That's back, how real fans are. No back, one's that excited. Back to the point I was, or the, or the discussion I was trying to have is uh, the Big Twelve race seems to be Kansas mm-hmm. seems to be the the, the heavy favorite. We yes. have Baylor who's in the mix, Texas Tech, and then like I don't really think there's anyone else. I think it's definitely one of those three teams. Is Texas Tech good enough to compete with Kansas in your eyes? Is, in a word, no. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, they beat the number one team, so I just wanted to bring that up. But and, what and we see. will learn very soon is that Louisville is not the number one team. Yeah, I agree. Did we ever talk about the scrimmage, or are we allowed to talk? I about mean, the I brought it up on the air. You I, did. I brought, I brought, it, did, I brought, brought it, it up in yeah. passing. That, okay. That Ohio yeah. State beat the so shit out when of you said Louisville. that to yeah. me, I said to myself, "Chris Mag is a genius because he's obviously just trying to play these guys." Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I watched this game and I was like, "Oh no, 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 no!" They're no. just not. Yeah, good. they're just not that good. Yeah, and uh, they were what three for well, seventeen was, from three in that game. Yeah. Like they could barely get shots off from three. I mean, when uh, uh, when when Ohio State beat North Carolina by twenty five in the Dean Dome, do you remember that? Yeah, was that that game? Yeah. Um, when when Greg and I went out uh, on on Franklin Street after the game, the manager so Ohio State's team stayed that night in Chapel Hill and then flew out the next morning. So the managers came out with us. Um, I don't know if maybe I'm I'm narking on them, but I don't think so. They put they posted pictures on their Instagram. I think it's I don't think I'm I'm keeping this a secret. Uh, the managers came out with us and we were just like talking to the managers and and whatever celebrating the win whatever. Um. <laughs> And they kept bringing this up over and over. They're like, please, on the podcast, will you please make the case for us to be number one? Louisville is dog shit. They're like, we were all at the scrimmage. The scrimmage was it. They were Louisville was horrible. Mm-hmm. Holtman thought that they were sandbagging it on yeah. purpose. Yes. The muscle he was like, he was like oh, my yes. God, everyone thinks this team's going to be great. We just beat the shit out of them. Um, and I know I forget who wasn't playing. Maybe like Malik Williams wasn't playing. Uh but Ohio State DJ Carton rolled his ankle like really early into like whatever, and then Louisville fans were. Ro- I, I mentioned it one time. I think I tweeted about it, and Louisville fans were rolling their eyes, saying it's just a scrimmage. Well, you know what? I understand it's just a scrimmage, but you know what's worse than than winning a scrimmage is getting your shit pushed in in a scrimmage. So and, much so that the other team thinks that you're sandbagging. Yeah, that's right. not what you want. Yeah, I know I, it's just a scrimmage, yeah. but like if you're asking me, I would rather beat the shit out of the other team than get my ass kicked. 
So uh, I don't know. I remember this one year Carolina played at Vanderbilt when Kevin Stallings, the great Kevin Stallings, was still the coach at Vanderbilt, and they played a secret scrimmage. These are, they call them secret scrimmages, of course, and they got blown out by Vanderbilt, apparently, like 87 to like 62. It was like going to the 2013, 2014 season. Everyone's like, Marcus Page. Yeah. It's going to be a big year for them. Yeah. They're going to make this run this year. They're going to make the leap. Uh-huh. And then we heard that, yeah. and everyone's like, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody thought that we were sandbagging. They're like, I think this might be a problem. Turns out it was. Yeah. Vanderbilt was a really good team. Um, you know Louisville's fine, I guess. Like they're, I, I still think they have a good team. Well, if Ohio State's the best team in the yeah. country, then them yeah. getting beat by the best team in the country means right. they're like you know right. top fifteen. My team. my concern isn't like with their talent because like they do have talent. And you see the guy. It's it's more of like I if you can't get up for that game mm-hmm. in Madison Square Garden as when it's your first team, it's your first game as the number one team. Um, that's that's concerning to me because it wasn't even like it wasn't like they were playing hard and they were missing shots. It wasn't like. Texas Tech had a, like Moretti was hit seven threes and no he started out zero for yeah. six. It's not like yeah. it's not like someone just went off on them and they're just shrugging their shoulders like what else can we do? Uh, they just had no juice whatsoever from start to finish. Other than like Enoch, I, I should say he played pretty well. He played hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they didn't give him the ball nearly enough. McMahon played hard, but as he always does, but he wasn't hitting shots. And if you're not hitting shots as Ryan McMahon, like what are you doing out there? Like we love that you're playing hard, Ryan. But yeah, you're kind of convincing America yeah. that a lot of people could do this. Yeah. Um, it, that that was what was concerning to me was was it, they they said at the very start of the game uh the first I think shot Louisville's going to be fine overall and this is yeah. that like they were playing this first game as number one seed and now the target's on your back Texas Tech had lost three in a row I mean the, it was setting up for a moment for mm-hmm. them to lose easily and Texas Tech is probably more seasoned than they are but they didn't look upset that they got beat exactly they said at the <laughs> start the, of the game the, the, the first time part. the first time Wara touched the ball uh, Shulman says this is Jordan Wara he's the best player on the floor tonight whatever whatever if he didn't say that and you were just tuning in to watch Louisville for the first time you would never have guessed that Nora was supposed to be the best player on the floor he would have been like the sixth or seventh best and not even not even on like how well he was playing but just how much he was asserting himself speaking the, of sandbagging the, yeah, do you yeah. think Jordan Nora does not want to go to the Knicks or the Nets oh, so he's sandbagging in New in, York because he's York like I don't want to play for these guys I'm not a Dolan guy interesting yeah that's what it is I like that theory maybe that's what it is and Bill like Murray's like just throw the game that's why he's there <laughs> Bill Murray bet on the Red Raiders. Let's bet on that. Let's um, take that. Can we talk about another uh, uh, top five upset that happened? Another team that like... Let's talk about another team that's probably not a top five team yeah. that's getting upset, and that is, of course, uh, Blue. Go Blue. Hail to the victors. Jawan Howard. You a said team, it, not me. I did not say look, that. Look, a team that we both thought had a chance to make a nice little run. We They were the, the Bahamas boost story of the year, but we got to figure out now how long will the boost last, and it's official. They're in trouble now, right? Yeah. Illinois won. Illinois beat, Illinois beat Michigan. Illinois Michigan. is favored in this game, which is funny to me. This was the so same. Chicago basketball yeah, back Chicago. officially. <laughs> it sounds like it to me. Illinois, Did you see Coburn, DePaul. Uh, we we got to start Kobe here. White. We got to start here with Illinois. Uh, Kofi Coburn. Mm-hmm. His last name is spelled like Cockburn. Yes, like the director in Tropic Thunder. And he goes by Coburn. Yes. We need to fix this. You you have to be Cockburn if you spell your name like. Well, Cockburn. we've been trying to figure out what our like awards of the week are going to be, and let me just tell you, when I first looked up the rosters of teams, I sent you Cockburn of the week, and, <laughs> and you're like, it's it's good thought, it's not Cockburn, it's Coburn. I'm like, well, who who, who what, has a what? silent C and K in the name? Did you see he punched the ref? Did you see that play that he uh towards the other game he gets an and one <laughs> he did the Carlos Boozer where Boozer turned oh, and punched the guy in the dick yeah he did yeah, that yeah. except he clocked the guy in the head I never no, did I, hear an update on the ref I I I wonder if uh yeah yeah c- concussion protocol or something like that let's hope he's um, okay here's my problem with Michigan and 
Michigan, I like I, Michigan deserve the the high ranking. I think Michigan is going to beat a lot of teams. I think Michigan is going to be very very good this year. Um, I think John Teske cannot be their leading scorer. For John Teske can't be a leading scorer. Yes. The problem, and this was very evident against Illinois, is that Michigan has no slashers. They have no guys that can create their own offense. The one guy who can like get in the paint and do stuff is Xavier Simpson, and he can't shoot. And he his finishes around the rim are circus shots that like he makes every so often with his hook shot. And gets, I'm still convinced the hook shot is not a practice thing more than a feel thing. Yeah, if that right, makes any sense, right. you know what I mean. Like, because when it goes in, it doesn't seem like it's the same. Like Kareem's with the same motion every time. Yeah, right. Xavier Simpson is kind right. of just like a, a shot in the dark. It's also a thing where uh, there's some confirmation bias to it, where you, you people for, love it, people want to well, see it too. It's like he, a show. When he misses, mm-hmm. you're just like, ah, oh, miss, damn. But like his misses are really bad with the hook shot. Yes. But then when he makes it, you're like, there it is. No, I, I'm telling the you, there's got to be some group of people watching tape before they play Michigan and go, when he throws up the hook shot, that's our fast break. Yeah. Like this is our primary break. If you see the hook go up, we're going, we're running because this thing is going to hit hard off the backboard and we're we're going. I mean, he he, I will give him credit. He makes it at a clip. He, he's probably the best hook shot shooter in yeah. Forty four percent does not seem like but a great. But at the same clip. time, like. Man, they'll they'll lead you to believe that every time he throws that thing up, it's going in. Like he's yes. Well, everyone yeah. loves the hook shot because it's palatable to the public. Yeah, public um, domain. But my problem with Michigan is that uh, there's no swaggy pool. There's no there's no <laughs> Charles Matthews. There's no um, Abdul Rahman. There's no for Duncan example. Robinson. Duncan Robinson. Yes, thirty four points against the Hawks Come the other on. night. Um, they don't have a guy like a slasher that can. That basically, it's Xavier Simpson coming off John Teske's ball screens, and then they have spot up shooters around the perimeter. Mm-hmm. And Illinois knew this, so if you just don't help off of the ball screens, if you're a help side defender, just stay attached to the shooters. Don't let Eli Brooks, don't let Livers, you know those guys, Wagner, 2.0. Don't let those guys just spot up and shoot. Little like, Vog. Like their offense is kind of easy to stop because. I don't know, like, because Simpson. All you have to do is just go under a ball screen. The Simpson comes off because he's not going to shoot from three. Mm-hmm. And then even if he beats you, just like force him into a tough two because he's not going to just shoot a layup. He's going to shoot some like hook shot, left like a hook shot or like a jumps <laughs> off his left foot, uses his left hand, reverse, wrong footed reverse, like hook shots from three. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just try it. That's what you got to do. It can't doing. be any worse than a jump shot. Yeah, for exactly. God's sake. That's what I mean. Um, this will be a whole new way for him. They shot seventeen percent from three. Yeah, the rule is if you shoot less than twenty nine percent from three, you're probably going to lose. Well, because guys, they, they were Illinois did a great job defensively they stayed attached to shooters and like yes. michigan was like this is what we can't do anything else but shoot threes so we're just going to keep shooting and um and they had hands in their faces all night uh but but i think that also the, the flip side of that is why i think they're going to beat a lot of teams and why i still think they're fine um moving forward like they're going to be they're, they're, they're going to pull up yeah because mm-hmm. if you don't have the scouting report or you don't trust it like cause if you play them straight up like you would play any other team you're going to leave shooters open and they can put shooters out there like Basically, four shooters in Xavier Simpson, and they'll hit a ton of threes against teams and, and beat a lot of teams. But they did not do that against Illinois. But they've had a great start to the year, and the PR war is won. This is the resume. This is sort of what I was talking about earlier, where it's like no one really cares if you've lost. Texas Tech has a great resume when they beat the number one team in the country. Michigan has a great resume with the Bahamas. Yeah. So everyone's okay with Ohio that. State has a great resume win when they beat North Carolina by 25 in the Dean. They're 9 0. They're 9 0. <laughs> There's only so many teams that are undefeated, and they are one of those teams. Can we talk about all the undefeated teams quickly before yeah, we go take ahead. a break? Because I just want to run down. This is exciting for everyone. Undefeated teams that we have going. Of course, your Ohio State Buckeyes. We've talked about them ad nauseum. Number 12, Auburn, a team with Bruce Pearl that mm-hmm. America will not love or no. give any credit or give them anything, really. I mean, no. we they, do. We certainly do all the time. We <laughs> always talk about these guys. 
Um, obviously, it was a tough game against Furman. <laughs> we remember that game, and Furman's a team that we know is uh, testy, but they're still undefeated. San Diego State, 3-0 on the road, just like DePaul. San Diego State almost lost to San Jose State. 10-0, though. Needed, needed a miracle to be one of the <laughs> <laughs> one of the worst teams in the country. Okay, yeah, undefeated. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations, San Diego State. Steve Fisher still going the games. Good to see that. Is he Do, not the coach anymore? No. Oh, oh yeah, that's that right. Happen? Oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Duquesne. What's their, who was their coach? Brian Dutcher, is it? Yeah, the yeah, Dutch daddy. The Dutch, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hate that I know that. It would have been funnier if I just assumed that Steve Fisher was coaching them forever. I don't know what his nickname is, but there's a million different choices, yeah. like the Flying Dutchman. Yeah, that would be terrible. Rick, that's Rick Smith. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Duquesne, uh, 8-0, your, your former team, a team that Too you soon. almost went to. Too soon. Um, wow, that's crazy. They had 94 points in their last game Duquesne against Columbia. Did? Yeah. Listen, I'm not taking credit for it. That uh, I, I Here's what happened. I raised wow. the value of Duquesne basketball to where they could hire uh, – who's their coach? Keith Dambrot? Yeah, something like that. Dambrot? How do, is he French? Dambra? Dambra? I'm never going to uh, say anyone's guy. name again after the uh, the whole Coburn thing. So the Coburn? <laughs> I don't know what anyone – Coburn has the third the, – the, the three-headed monster of Illinois is – I'm, I'm going to ace this on my first try okay, without looking. Please. Sumu, mm. Coburn, Bashanisvili. Those are the three best players on this. This is why DePaul is beloved by yeah. Chicago right now. America has picked DePaul. I think you're onto something. I think Illinois, it, they would be better <laughs> if they had if their three best players had names that America could uh, very easily. Play. I don't know. Something simple as like, I don't know, D Brown uh, our buddy, or yeah, Darren yeah. Williams <laughs> or Roger Powell. That our sounds buddy, palatable. Uh, our buddy uh, Robbie Hummel called that game, the Illinois Michigan game. And he, it, <laughs> America's well, Olympian. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to him in a second. But he. Uh, I swear he he learned how to say Bashanisvili right before the game. He, he just sat in the mirror saying Bashanisvili, Bashanisvili, because he just kept saying it as many times as he possibly could. And of, could. And of course, Bashanisvili. <laughs> yeah, like Coburn has a hook shot. And he's like, hell of a hook shot by Coburn. And there's Bashanisvili on the bench. Look at Bashanisvili right here, just watching his guy. He's so excited. Look at this like, finish, it. Robbie. We get it. You know how to pronounce Bashanisvili. No one's that. Impressed with you, buddy. Final, <laughs> final undefeated team. Congratulations, driving home. Liberty. On, and they the play uh, tomorrow at Vanderbilt. Jerry Stackhouse's chance to knock off one of the last few undefeated teams. Congratulations, Coach Stackhouse. Jerry, isn't Good Jerry luck. Falwell the Liberty guy? Is it Jerry, <laughs> the Jerry Bowl? Jerry and it's Jerry? Jerry. It's the is Jerry. It, isn't that right? Is Jerry, it, is it Liberty Jerry Falwell? I think so. University? Yeah, I, I think, think it is. I think Google it is. That. Yeah. yeah, let's look that up. That sounds about right, though. Yeah, Jerry Falwell. <laughs> That's his name, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Who we'll cares? look it up. It's a. Cr- um, I mean, it's where Seth Curry famously played before so transferring to Duke. Who's going to be the last undefeated then? Is Jerry the Falwell. Yeah, you're it right. Is, yeah, look yeah. at that. Look at God that. Damn, I know. I know my stuff. Who would have thought? That's like the one fact I know about Liberty. And then um, Lynchburg, Virginia. That's all. Yeah. That's what I know about Liberty. That's a. How, how did that city get its name? Yikes. <laughs> Pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, we're gonna say uh, there should be a protest on Liberty's campus in the next yeah let's in the look. next five years protesting the name of the city. Um, so who's the last undefeated? Call your shot. The who's, last undefeated who's, who's team the of all team. the teams that we have left. Here it is. This is gonna blow your mind. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone's like, "What are you, what are you <laughs> thinking? Who's it gonna be? Oh no. oh no, San Diego State." I agree with you. Yeah. I think it's gonna be San Diego State because I just assume that their schedule is. <laughs> Not that great. But at the same time, they almost lost to San Jose State. I think Ohio State I think is, that was their biggest test because their next game is San Diego Christian. I think these teams that they're playing that are in their they're region, they're Diego. bad. They're bad. Like <laughs> They can't be good. They have to be better than San Diego Christian. So I think they're going to win that game. So I'm all in on San Diego. They're I'm, already won 10 games. I'm worried. I'm low-key worried about uh, 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 Ohio State at Minnesota on Sunday. I'm yeah, like, that seems like a tough game. That's a trap game. Um, 
I'm just preemptively. I'm preemptively going to call Especially every after the Penn State blowout. I'm preemptively calling every Ohio State game a trap game. So when they lose, I can just be like, "See, I told you, we're fine. We're in good shape. This was just a trap game. That's that's the only problem. There. It's definitely a trap game." Before we go to break, can we just say this one thing? You guys beat Penn State by God knows what, like thirty mm-hmm. points or something, and then they beat Maryland. So you guys are what forty points can, better than Maryland? Can I just can I just also say that we just glossed over Maryland losing <laughs> another top five team? No one will to, remember that yeah. Maryland was in the top five. What a weird season it's been for Maryland so far. Mm-hmm. No like, one's talked no about. One's they had the one game against Notre Dame. Yeah. When Mike Bray broke down that we talked about in the last podcast, yeah. and that's it. I don't think we're. Is this just like a, a self-referential thing where we're saying no one's talking about them because only because you and I aren't talking about yes, them? Yes, absolutely. That's, that's probably yeah. what it, is. That's, yeah. it turns out. Like it's called actually, an echo chamber. We're but just I swear to God, to I watch games like no one. It, it's like they'll, they'll flash up like the top five teams in the country and they're ripping through it. Like even the yeah. analysts are ripping through them. They're like, of course, Maryland. Uh, and then we have <laughs> Kansas. And, well, everyone like doesn't know over. who the yeah. best player is on Maryland. Yeah. So everyone's kind of like, uh, is Justin Jackson still there? Is Bruno still there? Is Fernando there? Yeah, exactly. People don't know, um, which is what we're learning. And Maryland's going to fall off. Uh, probably to, They'll probably be 15 at some point. You know, yeah, that'll yeah. be That'll feel right. They're, they're, they're not going to fall to 15 this time. No, not the, this time. I'm saying the yeah, end of the year. I feel yeah, like yeah. they're middle tier The Big team. Ten race is going to get interesting. It's yes. Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, Maryland. I mm-hmm. think Purdue... Eh, Purdue beat Virginia, and I think like some people on the outside looking in are like, oh, Purdue is going to be a team to be reckoned with. Purdue fans, are they know. Purdue fans know. Virginia fans know also. Yeah, yeah Virginia fans also know. Uh, so I think the Big Ten's a fourth, fourth thing race. Maryland's in the mix. We'll see. I don't know. Michigan State, like we, we let's just to, always say they're in the mix, yeah. and then we'll just Maryland's gloss by them. <laughs> of course, Maryland always in the mix. That is a great idea, actually. Maryland is in the mix, they're always in the mix. Do a yeah. segment called Maryland in the mix, and we get ten seconds to talk about Maryland. Yeah. Quick, quick note on Maryland. Uh, in the mix. Woo, still in the mix. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and we'll answer uh, Titus's fan questions. Uh, oh God. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, Dollar Shave Club. When we talk about Dollar Shave Club. We can't stress enough the quality of their products. They spent years developing, crafting, refining everything. They have everything we use to look, feel, and smell our best. You name it, they have it. We use it. We've been members for years. Mark Titus, you've been a member for a year. You I, use I everything. Mem- yeah. You yes. love I the prep scrub. Yes. I use it today. Yeah. I shaved my face today. Officially. Mm-hmm. And you can see that. It's on the record. And as amazing as their shave stuff is, Dollar Shave Club is way more than just razors. Dollar Shave Club has you covered head and toe. They have everything you need to shower, shave, style your hair, brush your teeth, and yes, wipe your butt mm, love it <laughs> love it and dollar shave club can keep you keep you automatically stocked up on the products you use you get what you want whenever you need it whether that's once a month or a few times a year you never have to waste time in a store wondering if what you're getting is any good as a dollar shave club member we know what we're getting is the highest quality and right now you can get the quality of dollar shave clothes products to test their ultimate shave starter set is basically everything you need for an amazing shave. The executive razor, shave butter, prep scrub, and post-shave do. Best part is you can try it for just $5. Mm-hmm. That's not a lie. Just $5. One Abraham Lincoln, but not a penny. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular prices. Get your ultimate starter set for just $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash Tate. T-A-T-E. That's DollarShapeClub.com. I just got to say, I love that it's you're getting, still... You're getting upset about the, this. The, the website... They said that they can't do tits, <laughs> and we got to figure out what the hell the next thing is. <laughs> they, they, they are saying on the record, we will not do T-I-T-S. I we, can do it, what we, about can do, we can Titus? do tit-to. What about You can't do five you letters? You can't do five T- letters. Why five, can it, who, it can only be four or less. What rule is this? Who, I don't know. This is ad. That's this not is true. ad copy. What, what is this, 1998? Like, the, does the internet, like, No, this is office space. You got to add two. I mean, you got to go sakes. in. Yeah. Unbelievable. G- give them the reports. 
All right, before we get out of here on Friday, uh, I, I tweeted this out this morning, Tate. I had this idea. Um, I don't you can I don't know if this happens to you, but it happens to me uh, that people will just tweet at us uh, uh, things to talk about. I'll just mm. suddenly I'll get it. I'm <laughs> going about my life. I get a notification from somewhere, or it's a, an Instagram DM. Um, it's like, hey, you should talk about the backup point guard at at, uh, at Purdue. No, at Joe Purdue. Eastern. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. well, I guess he's a starter now. Yeah, but let's still like, talk about. You him. should talk about this guy who scored twenty seven points in back to back games more at this tiny school in Michigan or something. You know, like mm-hmm. people people want to ch- want to chime in and say, talk about this guy. And and I think the under, I think the whole point is like, where if it was Kendrick Nunn last year at Oakland, we'd yeah. say, great point. Let's right, talk right. about him. But I think what people want is just us to acknowledge. It's it's mm-hmm. it, they want us to give some shine to people. We we can't watch every game. We can't keep tabs on every player. Um, so yeah, th- this keeps happening. And I'm like, man, I would love to, but like, where do you draw the line? Like if I do it for everybody, like then th- it's a disaster. The show would be a disaster. I'd just be shouting out like guys at tiny schools that no one, mm-hmm. the, the, the mass audience doesn't give a shit about, mm-hmm. but like this one guy in, in Albuquerque cares about. Right. So, um, I decided this morning, I was like, I have an idea. What if we do fan service Friday where I, I say something on Twitter and you tweet, the one thing you want to give a shout out to whatever yes and whatever gets the most likes like that's what we'll talk about we'll give that a shout out and it limits it what happens when uh, twitter it. takes away likes yeah uh, yeah no uh, kidding then we're gonna have a real conundrum. Um, but that's a future thing that's I a net like, ranking type thing the best ones by the way are the venmo ones like people will send me two cents mm-hmm. and then i really feel obligated to talk about what because i feel like if you pay me two cents yeah give me you your two me. cents yeah. yeah exactly you own it's like well the guy yeah. did pay me technically so i guess i kind of well have that's to how pay. they used to settle debates back in the day that's how you found your arbiter or mediator you're just like hey here's two cents Which, like what do you think about was, this it's 10 million dollars <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> two cents holy can shit can you get a bill of receipt that's how they impacted legislation was yeah. just chi- i can't two wait to, at yeah hopefully there are no legislation questions oh, oh here. but there are t- oh, so no. buckle up so yeah. uh that is the premise it is like i want to give an opportunity to the fans this is your chance if you want to give a shout out to someone and the rest of the people think that it's worthy of, of a discussion they will vote on the twitter machine but this one it's all the fans what do the fans want to hear and we give it back to you the people so let's go through uh, the number one response, mm. rather predictably. Why did you guys really leave the ringer? <laughs> um, this was the yeah, most liked this tweet. This was the most liked tweet. Oh, this yeah. is classic. This is, this is why we've already, we've already addressed. This it. is now gone from fan service Friday to troll Friday. Yeah, to to, yeah. to dildo baggins <laughs> mailbag. Um, we've already addressed it. Uh, what a great it. answer! That, I'm sure that person I mean, loved yeah. that they they wasted I don't know their what time. Else, yeah, what yeah. else you want to hear? That's, what else do you want to hear? That'll always be the story. Yeah, Kyle um, is still alive. But that's that was our the most, story. That was the most voted thing. So there's there's your fan service. We're talking about what the people want to hear. Uh, the number two one, and this is you thought that was a troll. <laughs> yeah, buckle up is... for this one. Uh, a guy tweeted the results of the UK elections and their impact on the geopolitical climate. Mm. So uh, it was in that moment. Th- this one got liked. A few hundred times. I don't. I didn't. I lost track. It was. It was obviously wrong the podcast. <laughs> this is not Pod Save America or Cuban sixteen hundred um, or the press box. Obviously, they they want us to uh, be out of our depth on something mm-hmm. and talk about this. But um, well, good news is I'm perfectly in depth here yeah, because exactly I'm ready because I watched V for Vendetta last night and <laughs> I view this I view this whole British thing through the lens of a fascist government in a future British world where Natalie Portman somehow is British and saving Britain. Um, and through that lens, I would say this: V, where are you? We need you, V. Come through for uh, us. So it was in the when I read this tweet, my first thought was ideas are powerful. My first thought when I read this tweet was, oh my god, there was an election in mm. the UK. 
I didn't know this. So I, I, <laughs> I thought it was a monarchy. I googled UK election results. Uh, Google spit it out. Um, here's here's what came back. Tate, the Conservative mm. Party won by a landslide. They they had forty three point six percent of the vote. What they won, I don't know. I I have no idea. I I was I was trying to find that. I the don't know. right to preserve. Yeah, I have no clue. I don't know what were we vote. Was it for prime minister? Was it for like the mm. the what do they call it? The House of Commons? Is it? The yeah, House I of Lords and the House of Commons. Yeah, yes. Damn, I might know more about British politics than I thought. It's um, the House of Lords and the House of. Is Commons. Is that what they're voting on? Yes. The seats in that? I have I don't no know. idea. I, have I, no idea. I just know that they have those houses. I have no. <laughs> it's the same with our government. I have no idea what they were voting on. <laughs> I know that people have designated seats in a room, and they never seem to be there. That's all I know. Um, the and then I and then I clicked on one article, and it said so. Uh, basically, Brexit is definitely happening now. Oh, which nice. I thought it already happened. Where what's going on here? What's what's the? Uh, Brexit, I don't know, but V V and the Irish cop, the good Irish cop, would definitely come in here dude, and solve this whole thing for him. Brexit versus. Uh, Put on the mask, Britain. Brexit versus college basketball teams getting punished by the NCAA for this, dirty recruiting. What's going to happen first? I felt like both of them were announced in 2012 at this point. And yes. just been waiting for years and years for something. To I thought Brexit already happened. Apparently not. Apparently it's going to happen now um, from this election. I don't really know much. <laughs> and if Brexit okay. happens, um, whew, buckle up for that one. Yeah, because V for Vendetta yeah, 2 is going to be sick. Old Natalie Portman, like coming in, cleaning things up. This is like uh, Terminator yeah. series already. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm not a political guy. I don't know if that was clear. I'm not a. We stick to sports here on this podcast. Where's Hugo Weaving? We need him back in the fold ASAP. Uh, I, I told you, I appease the fans. That's what no, they want to hear. I'll give yeah. them. I'll give them. Yes, Stephen Fry's um, impressed. All right, the third thing that's more in line of what we're qualified to talk about is people want to know times that it says you. So I assume both of us uh, committed NCA violations. They want us to narc on ourselves. Um, oh, interesting. I'll start. Okay. Uh, I got free Chipotle when I was at Ohio State all the time at the uh, Chipotle on 5th and Northwest right off campus. Mm. Um, I would go in there. Usually I'd go in with one of my teammates who was tall because uh, they wouldn't recognize me. If I if I didn't have a tall teammate to go with me to like draw attention to the fact that we are <laughs> basketball players, because on my own, I'm just kind of like a slightly tall guy. But if you, you pair me with like a 6'9", 6'10", it's guy, confirmed, yeah. then suddenly it's like, whoa, those two together must be something. Um, so I would go with them and if, if I couldn't go with one of my teammates, I would just wear my letter jacket and hope that it would figure out. But every time the guy working the register knew I was a basketball player, he gave me free Chipotle. Definitely a violation. Congratulations. Yeah, I just told on myself, but Chipotle. Come get some NCAA. I yeah, you did it. You did it. Uh it. you couldn't get snacks, so it makes sense. That all checks yeah, out. I, could, I was just trying to feed myself, like Shabazz Napier said. Like we were we we're going yeah. hungry there. And this is yeah. before Napier even stood up and said yeah, such a exactly. brave thing. So, so imagine so, back in my day how, yeah, how, how much we different and harder it was. Yeah. yeah, I would say I don't know if I committed any violations. I would say that I definitely incentivized uh Andrew Wiggins to go to North Carolina by just promising him to be the next Michael Jordan via DMs. You know what I mean? I, you really I, do this? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, I reached out before. He got like the double heart. He's like, appreciate you. I was like, no doubt. But you got to come to Carolina. Then he didn't, obviously. Do you think that's the reason why? Probably. Uh, Isaiah Hicks, I remember when he committed to North Carolina, he was in 11th grade and we played the YMCA. And I just like, you know, went over to him. was like, best decision you ever made. If you ever need anything, let me know. <laughs> Which is like very, you know, blue chips. You know, I had nothing to offer him, but he's probably like, who's like, why the hell is Tate acting like he's an agent now? I thought I could be at the time. I was like, I'm going to be Isaiah's agent. We're going to win national championships. Homegrown talent. Uh -huh. Going to be great. Uh, Joel Berry, I remember on his visit. 
uh sort of the same deal got his phone number it was like you got to come theo pinson actually i i might be i, know, I might be a bag man honestly dude, um, harry giles i tried to get harry giles to come to carolina in his 11th grade i text him i was like dude you just got to go ahead and commit and let people know you had more to do with carolina's recruiting than i had to do with ohio state's recruiting when I was yeah well wild. i had james michael too so when james michael would they'd be on visit so like bryce johnson came on his visit and like yeah. james michael and i both i mean this might not be you know what bryce wants here but when he left i was like we do not want that kid <laughs> and, Brian, and Brian Johnson ended up being a star. So, like, I wasn't a good test of, like, who would be great either. Because, like, if you weren't down to, like, be all about North Carolina, I viewed you as, like, you were, you know, trying That's to get, insane. like, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you know, trying to get info. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I uh, I think I'm the only four-year player at Ohio State. Uh, I think this is a record. Uh, in the last 20 years, the only guy who was there for four years that never once hosted a recruit in my entire four yeah, years. Yeah, you said Thad didn't yeah, want Thad, you. Thad, yeah, I was the one guy who was, like, I was like, Coach, why can't I host him? And he said, because we want them to come here. That's why. <laughs> I mean. Even the other, they, they let other walk-ons host recruits, but not me. I was the one guy that was never allowed to ever host a recruit. In fact, they wouldn't even tell me about the recruit. Not even trips. Aaron Kraft. Yeah, not even those, exactly. Like, That's what I said. I was like, like Kraft. Mark, like, no Mark Kraft. Oh, man. Uh, I also, I, I, I guess I, this is actually probably a real, actual. I never incentivize any I, recruits with money. Or anything. No, I didn't do that. I, I sold. Uh, I sold I shit one any. time. I got. We get. We get electronics as gifts sometimes. Xboxes, PlayStation. And I sold like my. Uh, I got some headphones, some noise canceling headphones. I think Beats. I sold those for a couple hundred bucks. And by the way, when the when the tattoo thing happened at Ohio State, mm-hmm. um, you got a tattoo. No, dude. I I didn't realize that was a violation. I was very, very, very close to sell, to doing the exact same thing. Not for tattoos, but basically what they did was like the football team. They win games. They get like a little trophy or like a whatever. Like you go to the Cotton Bowl and they give you a goodie bag, all that shit. And they just turn around and sell all their shit. Of course. And they got tattoos with that, right? But I I came very close to doing that for cash. And then so when that story hit, I was like, you can't do that. I was, I was very, very surprised because I was like, I thought that was totally legal. Good thing I didn't do that. The first time I realized that wasn't legal was during the Todd Gurley situation. And Todd Gurley is from, you know, Tarboro. People knew what was mm-hmm. going on. And he was like, yeah, I didn't know I couldn't just like sell my autograph. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, yeah, you, yeah, you definitely can't do, can. you can't do that. <laughs> and we can, not you. I wanted to sell shoes because we got, we got pairs of like, this was back in the day before everyone realized LeBron shoes suck. Um, but like we always, knew. yeah. I had the first pair, and I was like, "What are these cement blocks on my feet? I cannot move." But uh, in the in the late, what, what do you call it? The late two thousands, that that decade, the the oh the oh eight oh nine, yeah, era, yeah, yeah. The, the aughts. Um, we we would get LeBron. We would get a new pair. We were the only. We were sponsored by LeBron yes, in the same yes. way that you have a lock, he has are, a locker. Yeah, yes. yeah. So we would get all these LeBron shoes and we would get like a new pair every two weeks. And I was a walk-on who barely played and barely practiced. So like I never really burned through my shoes. So well, they're just, comfortable walking yeah. shoes. I just couldn't play them. They're so I would heavy. get a bunch of pairs of them and I I just stack them up in my apartment because I was like, I'm never going to wear any of these. And then I, th- I was like, why don't I just sell them? Because then all the all the guys on the team were like, let me get mm-hmm. those. I can sell them and whatever for like my boy would love these. I'm He'd pay 500 LeBron. bucks for them, all that stuff. I was like, well, shit, well, I'll sell them. And then uh, a few years later, the tattoo thing happened. I was like, good thing I didn't sell those shoes. I uh could have had some Final Fours vacated. Well, just think about this. If you had gotten tattoos or sold those shoes, how awesome it would be that you were a part of an NCAA violation like yeah, that. Do because you, do you, you know the, the weird kindred spirits? Because North Carolina and Ohio State were going through it at the same time. Like Butch Davis and the football team oh, was going yeah, through yeah. it. You guys are going yeah. through it. Do you love that I just like insinuated that me selling shoes would have got the 2007 Final Five? That kind of power that they yeah. say would have no, dropped the hammer. You would have like, then you'd have the Luke Hancock. Oh, yeah. My comedy <laughs> Greg, don't have the Luke Hancock. Just like they played here and went to a Final Four. Uh, God, so that's it. That's the fan service Friday. That went uh, not as well as I had. 
it's hilarious. We'll bring it back though. I, I, we'll I want to bring back dirty laundry. We got to bring that back. But we yeah. don't have a. We don't have a. Um, do we have an email address? Yes, titusandtay at gmail.com. Well, there it is. Have people send it. Let's bring back Dirty Laundry. Titus, A-N-D-T-A-T-E, at Gmail. Uh, explain to the people what Dirty Laundry is. Dirty Laundry is basically stories uh, from managers or people close to the program. Uh, you are hidden by an alias, and you tell us a story about something happening. We try to guess where. Don't give too many details. Don't give, really, yeah, don't really give vague, any details. Don't Just give vague details stories like, where we can sort of piece yeah. together our own pieces as we want to. Yeah. Yeah, we like about, puzzles. About the absurdity. We don't like of, direct yeah, yeah. stories. We do not like that. No one cares about that. Yeah. That's um, your own very that's your own vantage point of the story anyway, kid. Oh uh, yeah, we'll bring that or back. Adult. Titus and Tate at gmail.com. At gmail. All right, cool. Sweet. Anything else before we go? North Carolina plays at Carmichael Arena. Or auditorium. I think it's auditorium now. But mm-hmm. it used to be Carmichael Arena. Mm-hmm. And they have a amazing winning percentage there. Won 169 games there. It's the race to 169. This will be their hopefully 170th game. I think they may lose to Wofford because they've won 169 games. And if they lose to Wofford, their win percentage will go down and it'll be just about even with Cameron Indoor. Mm. Oh. Which seems very par Spooky. for the course given this team. I could Friday see North, the 13th. Wofford has North Spooky. Carolina's number. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm worried yeah. about this game, so I want to get ahead of it and say I'm if it happens, dude, it's because they be, wanted to stay. You should at be worried about literally every game North Carolina plays, except for UCLA. <laughs> and I know that'll come back to bite me probably. Um, we did not talk about we we glossed over it. Uh, Robbie Hummel was named USA Men's Basketball Player of the Year. Our Caitlin you, Jenner. You feel like like I say that out loud. You feel like there's going to be another caveat, like USA. Um, Men's Basketball Player of the Year. Uh, for this division of semi-pro player, whatever. No, 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 no. Take all of the basketball players in the United States of America. Athlete of the year. The Robbie, one guy who stood machine. out more than anyone else. Hummel. Was Robbie effing Hummel. And we reached out to have him on the podcast, and he said, and I quote, no. <laughs> Not even no. He sent a spreadsheet of his schedule yeah, yeah. as if to prove why he's, he had to know. He and said I've, he's coming on next week, though, right? Yeah, I know, right. but I couldn't even look through the spreadsheet to find a time next week. I'm like, who is sending... He's, he's sitting like, in front of the Sorry, mirror. man, I'm really busy. He's sitting in front of the Sorry, mirror. Sorry, man, I'm the athlete. Bashanus Philly. Bashanus Philly. He's sitting in front of the mirror just going, Bashanus Philly. Bashanus Philly. <laughs> Who's going to tell Russell Westbrook that Robbie Hummel won <laughs> athlete of the year in USA basketball? Move over, James Harden. Yeah, watch Move, out. You know. At least James Harden could be like, you know, I got a little gut going. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Russell Westbrook and all these other guys. Mm. Do we? Uh, how how do we feel about this? Like, do we take credit? Because the whole reason, I guess, we should save it for when we actually talk to Robbie. Do you think he'll actually come on next week? Yes. Robbie's the one guy that I, I feel like we've said the phrase Robbie's going to come on the podcast at least two hundred times. He's the one guy that you and I, as a group, as a pairing, we talk to the most in basketball world that has yes. never made an appearance on our. He came on our live show, but he we came didn't on the live show, but it didn't count. Yeah, he's never made an appearance on the podcast, um, and we just. Yeah, but we talk to him all the time, and I don't, I don't know. We're next Thursday, next, week, next yeah. Friday. He said we'll next see. Thursday. Next, yeah, he said next, next Thursday for next Friday. Yes. All right. We have he, he has a one hour block uh, next Thursday that we're yes. going to do. And the then he has to go those. back to yeah. pronouncing names in the mirror. Bashanishvili. Um Also, I, I already mentioned Duncan Robinson dropped thirty four on the Hawks. Um, Ten threes, right? Yeah, something crazy, yeah. amazing. Mm. Love to see that. But at the same time, Jerry I'm, Falwell would be impressed. I'm a little worried that uh, uh, 
he's not going to come on at summer league now because he's not, he's not going to be at summer league. league. Yeah. yeah. He said that the what other day do? he texted and said uh, something about he's excited for summer league. And I almost responded and said, Duncan, don't worry, you won't be there unless you're like signing autographs. You're starting for a playoff team and scoring 34 points, Duncan. You will not be on. That. <laughs> Speaking of that heat team, did you see the interview with Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero, which is like, we realized why Tyler Hero is so epic is because they were talking about Jimmy Butler was like, I can't swim. Like I don't really play that. And then Tyler Hero was like, yeah, I can't swim either. And he goes, that's some <laughs> stuff. He starts looking at me, he starts freaking out. And then Bam out of Bayer just like starts laughing so hard. And Tyler Hero's like still kind of sitting there like confused as to yeah, why Jimmy like, yeah, Butler's freaking yeah. out. He's like, Yeah, no, I really can't swim. Why are you laughing? Jimmy Butler went to uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's so Tyler that's Hero is unconscious. He's my vote for rookie of the year right now, for sure. Hundred percent lock yeah, it in. I, that, that, that was one thing that I completely I, I had no idea. I don't know. I'm all he's kind of like Michael Jordan as a rookie. It's like yeah. he hasn't realized he's a rookie yet. Everyone's like, dude, calm down. My biggest misfire, maybe the worst take I've ever had in my life was after the first game. After the Champions this is why I'm we're out on the Champions Classic. After mm-hmm. the Champions Classic, I was like, Tyler Hero is a bum. He's done. Get this man out of my face forever. Well, now we understand why he was shooting so much. Now I get that it. Game, now, I was like, like, this guy Ever is since then, it's just been a slowly like, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, he deserves 20 I shots. I see now, yeah. He's yeah. wet. It all makes sense now. He's wet, um, but he can't swim. That's amazing. I had a couple other notes. Uh, TCU's entire 2018 recruiting... I saw this headline this week. TCU's entire 2018 recruiting class has now in, for, entered the transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TCU basketball. They, they are no longer playing Stay SMU. Stay united. Uh, they're no longer playing SMU. They're, all their players are transferring. Because that doesn't even include Jalen Fisher transferring as well. Um, and then on top of that, Jamie Dixon fought like hell to leave TCU to get the UCLA job. and then All he wanted was a buyout. Had to come crawling back with his tail between his legs and be like, no, I love it here. I love TCU. Um, I think it might be my fault. I think last year when when they beat SMU and I was like, I'm a TCU guy now mm-hmm. for life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only gone downhill since. And for that, I apologize. Sorry, and SMU people. basketball still thriving. Uh, shout out to Sean Stout and that beautiful staff there. Yeah, they're doing great. They're doing great. Uh, and then the last, UNLV, that's for sure. The last thing I had was uh, Jordan Bohannon. I don't know if you saw this. Iowa beat Iowa State at Iowa State in Ames. Jordan Bohannon signs his shoes and puts two. He, he writes oh, I did to ISU. This. Thanks for the memes, M E M Z, and then puts a smiley face, signs his shoes, and then just leaves them on the court. Your thoughts on that? Is that a? Uh, some people are arguing that's like a a bitch like. Like he's talking trash and he didn't, J- he didn't play a, that well in yeah, the game. That's a JJ Redick move. Or is it, you could argue if you're like an Iowa fan trying to defend him, you're, he, he was like a really actual sentimental thing. He's an Iowa kid and he was just like, this has been a great experience taking part in this rivalry. So if he like, said memories and wrote it out, then yeah. yes, it would be nice. But the fact that he wrote memes means that he was trying to take a shot. And to me, what's the most shot. egregious spelling of thanks for the memories? Is it the Fallout Boy title where they did the. THX for the MRM. <laughs> well, they took out the vowels. Yeah, they took yeah, out all the vowels. Yeah. Or is it uh, Jordan Bohan and putting a smiley face on a shoe and putting memes with a Z? He didn't even put S. He should have just put memes. He should have put thanks yeah, for the memes. Yeah, I was going to say, like, he's got like the whole meme like confusion yeah. there because thanks for the meme seems like they like yeah. memed him while he was there or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just point out, uh, the other night I was watching the Sixers game and J.J. Redick was getting lauded for, yes, that's right, praised. For jumping forward when taking three pointers, and that's why he gets fouled. Like they're like, have you ever seen <laughs> that's a professional? The NBA now. No, 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 no. But they were what? saying it like, have you ever seen a, a basketball player at this level 
shoot like that because that's what people do at the YMCA. Like guys that aren't that good, you know, they, they like shoot and then they land like two feet in front of them. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And you're kind of like, come on, man, like go straight up and down. But that's what yeah. JJ does in the NBA, like a YMCA guy, and he's getting praised for it. I found I found it very fascinating. I think he's a great basketball player and something I've never seen before. But again, but <laughs> how are you getting praised? Like Chauncey Bill was like, I'm amazed that he could do yeah. this. I'm like, <laughs> me too. That's that is the NBA is like those guys who who's, who are the who are the guy who's the main guy that does the uh, summer workouts where you see him in high school gyms and they're oh. uh, what's the good kid Drew something Drew right? Hanlon Drew Hanlon yeah. yeah that's I feel like that's the entire point of those guys is that they're teaching NBA players they're the new like this one you know like the, this one weird trick to get your husband back or whatever like, <laughs> you yeah. know those headlines yeah. that's what basically nba trainers are is like this one weird trick to yeah. boost your scoring average four points take the ball and like shove it this way as you shoot and then flop in this way and you'll get four more free throws a game that's basically what the nba is now but the thing is jj reddick <laughs> has never needed drew Hanlon to know that yeah and that's know, why he is actually this, impressive yeah, i'm just right. saying i can't believe that like he's so impressive at it that he's getting praised for it you know yeah. what i mean it's not something that like chauncey bill is while he's playing is like that is ridiculous. How is he getting away with this? But now as a commentator, right. he's like, this is amazing. How that's is what I'm saying, because that's this? what the league is. That's what everyone in the league is trying to do. They're all like trying to find... No one's trying to make shots. You're trying <laughs> You're trying to get fouled. <laughs> Making shots is out. Yeah. Making it, shots is out. Yeah. Get it out yeah. of here. The Warriors are the done. New, yeah. Making shots is out. James Harden's here. The genera- getting fouled is now. You got to get fouled if you want to win the NBA. <laughs> You, you, you just when LeBron James stopped playing with Duke players, he's like, "Wait a second, what do you mean? And now it's time to flop." Danny Green's like, "I can't flop." He's like, "You better learn to flop." Call me old fashioned, but I like basketball where they make shots, and then you just get a bunch of people saying "Okay, Boomer" in your comments. Yeah, okay, Boomer. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's the old way. Um, all right, before we go to, I wanted to uh, some games to watch. This is a fun Saturday. Yes. I want to rip through these real yes. quick. We have Oregon at Michigan at noon on CBS on Saturday. Syracuse Georgetown. Do you care about the Syracuse Georgetown rivalry? I think I do now. It's on Fox at one. Yes. Clock, um on Saturday. Memphis versus Tennessee. Why are we not talking about Penny Hardaway? This was a great question because Penny Hardaway has a team that is ranked. They obviously lost James Wiseman. They've gone through adversity. Penny is basically going out to the world and saying, F you, I do what I want. They have the ESPN Plus show now. Yeah, exactly. The harder way. Yeah, the harder way. Yeah, I get it. It's playing Kanye words. West, I mean, how many, like I saw this Dior commercial the other day with Charlie Theron and it's a flashing like song from 2009. Then I see the harder way, which is a mm-hmm. Kanye line, like a rip of a, you know, and I'm like, this man needs to get paid. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he's doing just fine. Oh, I don't know. He sounded <laughs> like he was in debt not too long ago. Uh, that is that is at three on ESPN. Uh, UCLA at Notre Dame. We just talked about the how bowl. they need to, to, yes. to swap coaches. They should just do it after the this game. Bowl. Just do it after this game. Just like the each coach gets on the wrong bus. No, or whatever, and that's you, know, it. you know how we have the news thing where you take off your jersey? We've stolen it from soccer. This is what we do. Mike Bray takes <laughs> off his shirt there at Notre Dame. His tie that's green and yellow, or probably has no tie on, gives it to Mick Cronin. Mick Cronin gives him the UCLA pullover he's wearing, and it's like, boom. And done. then Mike Bray's Easy belly piece. sticking yeah. through the, the pullover, and it's like, let's go. Mike, Mike Bray gives Mick Cronin the leprechaun uniform, yes. and Mick yes. Cronin gives him a Hawaiian shirt back Yeah, yeah then, that he bought on Venice Beach or something. Yeah, here we go. ABC. Um, <laughs> that's on ABC, yeah. Yes. That's the other note I had is that ABC is back into college basketball now. Mike Bray uh, will take over were, ABC. Were they ever in college basketball? I feel like they were back in the day. Yeah, I just said back, but I thought about it. I don't remember ever watching uh, college basketball on ABC, but yeah, that's happening. Uh, Seton Hall at Rutgers, 4 p.m., Big Ten Network. Do you care about the uh, New Jersey rivalry? Yes. Okay. 
I care about Monmouth more than anything else in New Jersey. <laughs> so I love Monmouth. I hope King Rice. Monmouth is, is yeah. NC State yeah. of this. Yeah, that's this that's the team that I kind of just you know relate to in New Jersey. Everyone else. That's man. the real triangle. Yeah, of course. Yes. We have the research yeah. rhombus. <laughs> yes, the, the triangle is with make the rhombus yes. the rhombus and then move the triangle to New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey needs something. Give them a triangle. Yeah. Uh, we have speaking of speaking of the research rhombus, we have Xavier at Wake Forest on uh, ACC Network to skip Prosser Bowl. Yes, at four p.m. Yes, uh, I'm not going to watch it because I don't have ACC Network. But uh, just shout out to Skip Prosser. And it also seems love like teams play. they're going to hire Travis Steele away from Xavier to be the coach of Wake Forest once Ooh. Danny Manning gets fired. Ooh, very Wake I Forest like, move. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, we have Oklahoma at Wichita State, which could be a good game, but probably yeah. don't, probably don't need to waste your maybe maybe you go grab dinner during that one. Six p.m. Who's ESPN more two. mad for not leaving, Greg Marshall or Jamie Dixon? That's really the question yeah. for me in college basketball. Yeah. Who's more upset about where they are, or maybe Fran McCaffrey at Iowa? Because after yeah. he saw the Mims thing, he's probably like, I got to get out of yeah. here. Yeah, and now, yeah, I mean, the, Wichita State moved to the American, and it felt like it was going to be awesome, but it's and not. It's a little better, but then now UConn's leaving. UConn's going to the Big East, so um, yeah, the Good American's about to lose their fifth best program. Uh, <laughs> Boom, roasted. Gonzaga at Arizona. That is one to watch. 10 yes. p.m. Uh, East. All these times are Eastern. ESPN 2. That's on Saturday. And that will be the Pac-12 update that you will get next Tuesday. Yeah. That will come from that game. Doing, I will so watch that you're game. Doing, I was going to ask you. You're yes. doing Pac-12 updates on, on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, yes. Tuesdays are the that's, Pac-12 that's updates. That's the prime day for Pac-12 right. updates. Um, Ohio State's also at Minnesota on Sunday. I'm a little nervous about that game. Um, that's that's at 6.30 Sunday night. So, uh, you know, hopefully there's some good football going on and people don't pay attention. If, we if they were to lose that game, do they fall to number three? No, if it's Ohio State, we'll fall to like we'll fall to twelve. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I hope that doesn't happen. That seems like it would no, be we'll very be strange. We'll, yeah. I, 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 we'll, we'll be fine. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, I also had this announcement. I wanted to put this on everyone's radar, uh, and then we'll seriously go because I've said one more thing five <laughs> different times um, for Christmas, the week of Christmas. And you can stop me if you disagree with this plan, Tate. Yes, I was thinking. Uh, I, I celebrate the holiday certainly with my family. I assume you do as well. Um, we, we're still going to put out podcasts. What if? We did because uh, one of the, one of the suggestions that people had for us to do today when I said give me things you want to talk about was an all decade thing, mm. um, to talk about like the best players of the decade, all that stuff. I would rather do that as a whole podcast. So I think I'm thinking we do that the week of Christmas. Should we do it like a first team, second team? I want to do teams. I want to do coaches, uh, good okay. and bad, like guys who came out of nowhere. Can we do now, just the best backdrops of the decade as yeah. a separate? Yes, backdrops, what ifs? Yes. Um, the players, the team, everything. We just we just do a, a decade in review. We'll do okay. one of those. Yes. And then my other idea, maybe we, maybe we do that after Christmas, like the Friday after Christmas, so in two weeks from today. And then my other idea was for Christmas Eve, which falls on a Tuesday, we give the people what they've wanted for a while. The Indiana Duke podcast that we didn't do. Uh, the, 2002 we the 2002 game. IU yes. Duke game. Yes. Yeah. Deal. I can You're do that game. That? I'm down to watch Mike Dunleavy again and just... Well, that's the plan then. Let's fucking do it. All right, deal. That's what America we're going to do. Wants it. Uh, Christmas Eve, that's your present. Sorry, I just opened it early and spoiled it for you guys. But, that's how um, it usually works. Christmas Eve. Thank you, Amazon. We will be dropping the 2002 IU Duke. Uh, we're going to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. Lowercase. <laughs> use lowercase letters on all this. 2002, no, yeah. Indiana versus Duke. Mm-hmm. Great year for Maryland basketball. Love mm-hmm. Gary Williams. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch That's that my game. coach of the decade. He didn't coach this decade. But I'm pulling for Gary Williams. There you go. Put, put him on there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that you have that to look forward to Christmas week. Uh, in the meantime, we'll be back Tuesday with Tate's Pac-12 update. He will watch uh, <laughs> Gonzaga 10, undefeated versus the Pac-12. He That's will watch Twitter wants. highlights of Gonzaga Arizona. <laughs> be a good game. But Walton's probably calling the game. So yeah, That's I'm going to listen to Walton. Yeah. That's for That's, sure. That's yeah. I, I got Big Wave Billy queued up anytime, any place. <laughs> we should. 
Oh, uh, never mind. I almost had an idea of like, let's just smoke a bunch of weed and watch that game and have microphones next to us and do a live commentary. And then that's that's <laughs> that's what Bill Walton wants. Bill Walton is agreeing. He's in the room. Thanks, Bill. All right, we'll be back Tuesday. Thanks for listening. See you guys.